Oh, everybody has. It certainly would explain the money, too, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's the line. I just crossed it. Fuck you. All right. So, uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of the Nerd or Not podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where Corey makes goofy faces and everything is fun. Well, you were just making goofy faces, dude. I'm sorry, but that's how it works. <laughs> uh, I am Jay. With me is Bob and Corey. Uh, <laughs> and today, today we're going to talk about some uh, two of our absolute favorite things. But up first, oops, sorry. Uh, up first is uh, you guys are going to talk a little bit about uh, something awesome that just kind of happened to you this past week. Uh, you guys get yeah. to see uh, the amazing fucking Jonathan, mm-hmm. yep. uh, which uh, in his second retirement tour, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I think it was, I think this is his only actual farewell tour. He ah, just okay. thought that like after the last time he came to Orlando, which you know happened because I bitched about it for like months afterwards because I missed it. <laughs> Um, that was when he was told that he had like a year to live or something. Okay. So we kind of thought that was it, but that's the story. <laughs> cool. Uh, so tell me, tell me about the show. Cause I, obviously I was, uh, you know, several thousand miles away from where you guys were. So I didn't able to go, uh, where was it at? What did you guys see? What happened? This was without a doubt, one of the greatest nights of my life. I've, I've looked up to amazing Jonathan as uh well no he's not a prop comic but he is well kind of is but he's more nowadays because of uh well let's just be real here um at his most prolific he did like three actual magic effects per uh per show uh now he's down to one (laughs) (laughs) and uh for the most part he does pretty like um I don't want to say edgy he does like absurdist prop comic stuff but it's got like this kind of dark undercurrent to it um yeah yeah, so the the guy has lost a lot of weight. He's he his website says he's doing really great right now, but uh, he's still really weak. Uh, he gets up enough energy to do the show, and God bless him for it because <laughs> they're awesome shows. He and, was on point the entire time. Yeah, he d- didn't miss a beat. He was <laughs> on top every second. Yeah, uh, we were sitting at uh, the table of interest, basically. Okay. There were three comics. Uh, like the the opener was like the show, or the 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 club owner or something or runner. Oh, no, 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 no. He's, he's the club MC. He was uh, okay. at the improv. Okay. okay. Oh, he so you out, guys saw this at the improv. Yeah, yeah, Orlando okay, improv. Cool. Uh, he picked out a guy at our table who had a mustache, and he proclaimed him to have the biggest cock in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? <laughs> That guy was fucking funny, uh, but I remember most of the act that I took home was when he just started bagging on Orlando, and especially the how yeah. um, <laughs> oh, the the new soccer city is right, the Orlando City Soccer. Uh-huh. They built the stadium in Paramore, which is probably the <laughs> worst place to build. I, you might as well have had like uh, th- they had the the soccer game, Hunger Games, out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drive from the south side. You drive from the north side coming to that stadium. Mm-hmm. It's not the safest area. Second guy, where was he from? Dearborn, Michigan? I'm just picking a place. I don't know. I can't remember his name, which really sucked because that guy yeah. was so funny. D-Low, I want to say. Dean? That, Dean Lowe. 
or oh, D'Lo. I think it was like D'Lo, like the wrestler, like yeah, D'Lo I, Brown. Most that's what I thought when I first him. Him. <laughs> No, no, this guy was like seven foot and white. Yeah. Okay. But eggplant, like the eggplant style white dude where they kind of talk a little bit slow and their heads are shaped like uh, turkey thermometers. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. If if I had more time, I would have bought uh, one of his CDs, but mm -hmm. we kind of like got out of there when because it was getting pretty late. But anyway, then the third guy was Maisie Jonathan. Uh, walks up stage. He does. He looks right at me. I'm sitting. They... Corey and I are the first ones in line, so they seat us right at the first table, right in the just to the left of the dead center. Mm -hmm. Which immediately I knew this is not going to end well. Bob, <laughs> Bob literally reached his hand over like about this far and touched the stage. That's how close we were wow. to the fucking stage. That's yeah. awesome. I could rest my elbow on the stage. I was so that's how close I was. <laughs> I kept thinking, oh wait, I'm not in show business. I better get off of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's if this was a Gallagher out. show, uh, we would have walked out of there with watermelon in our hair and uh, not a whole lot of dignity. Well, not that we had dignity to begin yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the show starts. Uh, I'm positioned with Corey and I, Corey's sitting to my left. I'm next to the stage, and the show's just, just over my right, right over here. So I turn around. I take a drink, take like a eat my last French fry or something, and I hear... <laughs> I need an, somebody from the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I have my one of my heroes just leaning over, looking straight <laughs> at me. <laughs> I shat myself. But I get up on the stage and I start to... You, you have to know his routine, which thankfully I do. <laughs> I've seen it enough. I and it was point for point, almost exactly what I recall. Uh, my knees were shaking. I <laughs> thought I was going to fall over because wow. I was so nervous. But then I started decided. I decided just go with it. Let loose. Pretend you've never seen it before. Go with <laughs> his act. Make him look good. He's the star. Don't say anything witty that would upplay him. Uh -huh. So he's doing like some of the acts with the 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 glue in the nose, which is a golf tee. God, I I can't re I can't recite the entire act because we'll be this will be the entire podcast. That was one of the new ones, the glue up the nose, because he used to do the straw. Remember pencil. that pencil? Yeah, yeah, the pencil. You just take like one of these guys and be like, uh, 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 uh and pull it out. Yeah, that bit. Shit, you used to do in middle school. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then he uh, decided to take out the Windex bottle. He's like, oh, I know this one. He takes a giant swig, and he hands it to me. <laughs> like, the fuck? Go with it. And then I spit a bunch of it out <laughs> right <laughs> off the side. <laughs> well, you weren't quite sure at that point if it was actually Windex, and you kind of erred on the side of caution without registering it first, but then you were right. like... I was very what? apprehensive, but I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to go with it, see what it Well, here's it the big question. Was it actually Windex? No, but it was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it was some kind of flavored water substance. And who knows if he could have actually laced it with something, you know. So after the, the show's going, I'm I'm going with all the routines, and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm playing along with the, the finger nose thing, I think, after the <laughs> – he got angry at me at one point because <laughs> well, you kept I, giving him like all those gummies, you know, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, well, after five times, shame on me. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think it was like the the third or fourth one. He's pointing right at my shirt. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, buddy, I'll, I'll I'll give you this one. I look down. He does the thing, and they says, "You gave me that one. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it was, the yeah, the night was cool. Um, he gave me a copy of his DVD and one of his shirts. Uh, Corey and I both got one and got them signed after the show. That's See, awesome. Yeah, yeah, Blair. There we go. That's really yeah. cool. So yeah, that that was one of the most awesome nights of my life. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, and, and the coolest part about it is we finally got to see how the lemon trek was done. You got to see it. Uh, hey, I, well, that's I right. Was, you had a right. You had a different point of view. Well, I saw some of how the trick was done. I was mm-hmm. still caught up in the moment, so I, I I was just going with it. Yeah, and I like to suspend disbelief. I don't like to look how magicians do tricks, especially if the magician is just doing one magic trick the entire show. Yeah. And yeah, I have the, the closest view to it. I was curious though, because that is like his one big legit, that's like the centerpiece of his whole act and his claim to, you know, the title of a, a stage magician and such. And I, I was like curious for the longest time about how he did it. And I'm not going to give it away. Cause that would be like the ultimate douche move of douche moves and all that. But I was able to like follow, mm, follow the slights uh point to point to point and at the end of it i was like oh, shit that was a lot easier than i thought it was <laughs> <laughs> which it always is it's like magic like magic tricks are so deceptively simple not the best you magic know, tricks are the when they're magic. when they're overly complex you end up with something like now you see me too oh god <laughs> that's probably a good segue uh to go from talking about magic into movies mm, uh, movies so yeah. we're we're going to talk about movies. Uh, first up, there is some TV that just came back, and we got uh, what the return of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, which I am now two and a half seasons behind on, so I have <laughs> absolutely nothing to offer on this. Uh, and MST3K, which mm-hmm. I am not two and a half seasons behind on, mm-hmm. uh, and has recaptured my heart and just makes me so happy. Uh, cryptid rap. Cryptid oh rap. shit! That that made that it. That sold everything. <laughs> the, the Paul and Storm written cryptid rap was goddamn glorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'll find it for you, Corey. They actually made uh, a transcript of what the lyrics are. Oh, uh, cool! Or, so, or, yeah. so you can go through the entire thing. It's fucking marvelous. I want to see. Um, well, they like cascaded all of these random cryptids near the end of the rap, and I wanted to see if they actually because I was kind of laughing my ass off by that point and not really following. Mm-hmm. I want to know if they like indexed every single one of them because I recognize the tassel worm and I'm like, ah, tassel <laughs> Yeah, I turned on the closed captioning during the Netflix and I, I was reading it more than listening at uh-huh. one point. Uh, oh, it's so cool. I, it, it was, uh, I think, I know, I know, Corey, you and I had kind of a similar reaction when it first started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why is this show that is, you know, one set and some puppets costing so much money? Oh shit! Look at all the celebrity guest appearances look that at are all on the this. Celebrity guest appearances, and it's, I'll tell you what else: they jumped through a lot of production hoops in order to get it to look as low-fi as they did. Yeah. Because even the set, the puppets, the props, and everything must have set them back a pretty freaking penny. And all the old show had to do was go to Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's go on now to talk about some of the movies that are coming out this summer. And holy shit, there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah, it's not like it's not even like a uh, not even like a bunch of like big event movies, but a ton of like little smaller ones, maybe B uh-huh. level that are really fucking interesting. Yeah, so I, I think uh, you know, Bob, you you posted the the list of the the coming soon attractions uh, on IMDb, and I want to kind of 
have everyone pull that up and let's look at it and see if there's anything that's kind of standing out for May as we go. And oh, by the way, uh, May the 4th be with you. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody, as we were recording this. Uh, if you are watching this after, shut the fuck up. If we watch this <laughs> after after May the 4th, uh, <laughs> just still have happy Star Wars, whatever. Just have fun. I don't even watch Star Trek. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, uh, May is anything? Anybody looking forward to anything coming out in May for the major no, releases? No, well, no, 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 no. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy! Sorry, what was that? Um, I, I, I will be honest. I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. I am not. It is not the film I'm most excited about for the summer. Um, and it, you know, it's just because Marvel's kind of wearing on me. I haven't really. I, I thought the last couple of Avengers movies weren't great. I didn't really like Cap Three. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I hope it is what the Marvel universe needs because Dr. Strange is fun, but ultimately kind of unmemorable for me. Um, Dr. Strange was weird. It didn't, it, it seemed like it didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah. And it was, it was something that I watched and then promptly forgot everything about. And it's one of those things where kind of like age of Ultron, when I go to the, go to the store and I'm like, Oh yeah, there's that Blu-ray. <laughs> it, it can stay there. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed so. all of them, uh, especially more than the last two DC movies. Uh, I well, I mean, the DC movies have been bad. So <laughs> oh, I mean, it's no. it's just that simple. I mean, uh, they're I mean, not bad because I mean I've enjoyed both of them, but uh, it's I mean, they're definitely a different feel than the Marvel films. But the Marvel films are all to me following the same kind of uh, formulaic structure. Uh, there's conflict there's some laughs and then there's absolutely no consequence in the film. Congratulations. Um, you just described comic books. Yeah, I know. Oh, and, and, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no, there's no threat. Like I don't, I haven't, there hasn't been a memorable villain in a Marvel film to me since the Mandarin. Like, and you know, take, say what you will about him. I mean, he's, he's memorable to, to people for different reasons. Well, he's uh, memorable because of movie of magic lab, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's memorable because he to me he was wonderful I, I fucking loved the mandarin but i can i can see why some people didn't uh it's purist mostly i thought it was i thought it was great and i think that's why uh a separate universe uh i think that's why the mcu has to exist as a separate universe from main continuity basically yeah. that it is just a much bigger budgeted ultimates universe and Marvel does what Marvel does over here in the comic books. The funny books are the same. Having the Mandarin be a, be a political plant from a terrorist organization, I thought was fucking great. And Ben Kingsley pulled it off with like way more aplomb than a lot of actors half his age could have mustered. I'm pretty mm -hmm. convinced. And yeah, it was a Shane Black sort of move. But would that movie have been as good as it was without it? No. That's why that one sticks out in the Iron Man franchise for me. Because it was the what well, was the bravest one? Oh, it was it was my favorite Iron Man, I mean, yeah. by, by far. Uh, which is why me saying he's the most memorable villain for me mm -hmm. lately is is not a stretch. I, I liked I loved Ant Man. Yellow Jacket was terrible. Yeah, uh, that's true. It, Yellow Jacket was Ironmonger. That's all it was. It was just a retelling of Iron Man with some more jokes. Yeah. Um, Guardians to me, I love Guardians. I've watched Guardians probably thirty times. Ronan's awful. <laughs> Ronan is no threat whatsoever. It's you know, it's like, oh yeah, okay, well, all right. Um, How to pick them though, man? Ronan wasn't exactly present in a lot of the comics, too. No, and it's and this is this is where the problem comes in for me with and and why DC is going to be probably ultimately stronger than Marvel in the long run because Marvel doesn't own their best villains. 
Mm, yeah. 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 They, they don't have Magneto. They don't have Dr. Doom. They don't have, you know, half of the characters for the cinematic or for the, the, uh, not the cinematic, the, uh, cosmic universe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I think the four is coming back though. Well, maybe we'll see pretty much everybody who's gotten their hands on four have like tanked it. Yeah. But it's Fox. Fox it's hasn't let any of that stuff go. Oh, I thought somebody else owned four. No, Fantastic Four is owned by Fox, which is why X Men and X Men and Fantastic Four are still kind of persona non grata. Oh yeah, Fox will Fox will kill the properties they hold almost out of spite. Yeah, (laughs) if this was Sony, it'd be a different story. They probably would have shared by now. Yeah, exactly. Like Spider Man coming back is great, and that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. But you know, I I am excited for Guardians two, and I really want to see it. And I'm seeing it on Monday. It's not like I'm not going to go see the fucking thing, but uh. You know, it's it's hard for me to get really excited about it for these characters when their best stories to me are ones that feature characters that they can't use. Hmm. You know, I'm not going to see the Annihilation Wave. I'm not going to see them interact with Galactus. I I mean, I think we're getting the Universal Church of Truth this time. Which That's is pretty, pretty goddamn cool. fucking cool. Yeah, especially if like um, Blastar shows up. And apparently this thing's like a spoiler fest, so I've been avoiding any mention of the Guardians for the last two weeks. Good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, uh, if the prison storyline from, um, I think it was Reign of Kings... Uh-huh. I don't really pay attention to like the overarching story titles. I, uh, um, but if, Star- if that happens, Lord goes to jail and meets Jack Flag. Yeah, story. Jack Flag, and then like they get into a skirmish with Blastar. That shit was so great. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I hope we see stuff like that, and I'm excited uh-huh. for it, and I think it's going to be great. But it's every subsequent Marvel film, I'm just kind of like, oh, all right, it was fun. Let yeah. me spin this around just a little bit. Now you By say you're, you're not in in enticed excited about marvel you you want you're interested you're not excited yeah uh, if that that's fair to say I, I would assume yeah and a lot of that has to do with the fact that somewhere after winter soldier marvel forgot how to shoot or how to uh, fucking edit a trailer <laughs> like i mean you after winter soldier there hasn't been a single trailer for marvel where i've gone fuck yeah i need to see that goddamn uh, movie well, oh, oh, oh. what i'm gonna ask you what about thor ragnarok that is the first time since then. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok yeah. is another story entirely, and that's okay. that's primarily because of Taika Waititi. That is not anything that that's something that someone shook him up and let him loose and distracted Kevin Feige for a month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden this trailer comes out, and Feige's sitting here going, "God damn it, that's not my vision." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, well you, the thing is, is that most of the trailer issues stem from the fact that all of them are put together by a single studio. Yep. Yeah, and they have third a different studio. Number. What's up? A, a third different studio makes these trailers uh, most of the time. Oh, and and that's and it's exactly what the problem with Suicide Squad was too. You know, they shot this tra- they they shot this film and they assembled a trailer that they went Guardians is really popular. Let's put all our funny bits in one trailer. Mm. And it's like, well. No, that's not the movie you shot, though. Like, yeah, that's that's not the film that was released. Mm-hmm. And for the record, I enjoyed Suicide Squad, but the trailer is not that movie. Like it, it's it is a completely separate vision of what this film actually is, and that's what I get with a lot of the Marvel the Marvel trailers now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain, having seen what we do in the shadows, that exactly what we have seen in Thor Ragnarok is primarily what we're going to get in that film. That is going to be a fucking crazy goddamn movie because mm-hmm. the guy behind it is a lunatic <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't look at stuff like i didn't like any of the original guardians trailers i love the tv spots i love the tv spots but the That's trailers true. yeah i didn't care for 
Yeah, the, um, first, the first trailer coming out, and you're like, what is this? Yeah, it's like, this is not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Now, the movie I got is a lot closer to what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I, granted, I've, I mean, I've, I've made my, my opinion on MCU Star-Lord very apparent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not my Star-Lord. It's a great Chris Pratt role, <laughs> but it's not my Star-Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, the funniest thing so, is, sorry to cut, cut in, but no, I, think I, that, like, I think that like, if they were to cast a Star-Lord, Pratt would have been perfect for it. It's just that they're writing a different one. Yeah, absolutely. He would have been great as a comic star lord too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I completely agree with that. And that's not to say, you know, I don't think the criticism of it's not what I want is a valid criticism because mm. it's not I'm not making the film. You know, if yeah. I make the film and it comes out and I go, you know what, that's not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's a fair that's a fair critique because it's your own product. Like when I write something and it's not something I want, I can critique it that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't get to put my expectations on on what is made by another artist. It's not fair, uh, unless I'm paying you to make it for me. Um, so <laughs> yeah, unless if, it's commissioned, yeah, unless it's commissioned. Mm-hmm. But like something like that, I can't I can't cr- criticize it and say you know what that's not <laughs> what I wanted because it's not like it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know his Chris his his Star Lord was great and it worked for the film and it was a great film and it was fun. But I just, I, I, there's a pattern now for Marvel and I, I, I want, I want something different and I hope we get that soon. <laughs> there are two other movies this month that I do have uh, interest in. I know one of them, you guys probably have no interest in one of them being alien covenant. Uh, no, no interest whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they kind of yeah. fucked up Prometheus. So I'm, I'm out. And I agree with you. That's why I'm, having high hopes for covenant but i they're really low (laughs) so they're low they're lowish highish they're they're low high hopes so they're they're knee high they're they're basically a spliff nap (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i just give me something i can use i'm not expecting alien 3 i'm not expecting prometheus uh Wait, but anyway, Alien, the other movie. <laughs> do, you, do you mean like Alien 3 in the derogatory sense or Alien 3 in like this was a really underappreciated uh, early David Finch flick? I'm one of the few people that liked Alien 3. Everybody shits on that movie. I think it was innovative and the story was good. It was. That's just me. That thing, that shit gets underwritten like crazy. And here's here's where I'm going to push the wall even further. Like fuck, full on time bandits. I fucking loved 4. That movie was the tits. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the weird one where Sigourney Weaver was like, um, yeah, that I don't know where there was like a human hybrid alien and such. Yeah, Yeah, that movie was bonkers. But people can only accept a certain level of bonkers when it comes to that particular franchise. And I thought it was like right up my alley. Yeah, but the thing is, is that the 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 plot didn't cheat the audience. There wasn't a whole lot of like, um, there wasn't neglect in the production. And what we got with Prometheus was, uh. Was at least uh, 15 minutes worth of a wily coyote cartoon with an even less satisfying ending. <laughs> that shit with the spaceship rolling through this wide open expanse and the characters are running straight ahead of it. Oh god! I just panic can only do so much stupid for a human yeah. being, you know. <laughs> I just got back from the doctors and he tells me I need to keep my blood pressure down. So it's best we just move on to the next. Oh, one. all right. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah. so before we get to the one that I'm pretty sure we're all on is on all of our lists. Yeah. Uh, for for me, uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, for me, there's one more, and it uh, opens next week. Uh, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. That looks um, interesting. I'm probably not yeah. going to see that. In theater, though. I I saw the poster for it. What 
what's a oh it's guy ritchie directing it's a guy ritchie king king arthur film and as someone who is a fan of the arthurian legend uh and guy ritchie is his favorite director yeah i'm there it's (laughs) that's something i'm gonna see yeah i'm I'm gonna have to give this one a view that i i like you i love the king arthur legend and i like guy ritchie how could this go wrong well it's it's the um it's the uh ritchie wigram um reinvention team the yeah. two responsible for uh, Man from Uncle and the two Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's something I'm going to enjoy at the very least. So so moving on to the film that I know we are all interested in uh, mm-hmm. out out on May 26th is Pirates of the Caribbean Five: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Right, they're uh, day one. I'm sorry, which, I'm not even going to try to pretend. <laughs> yeah, there's bias oh. and it is heavy. Uh, I even like three for what it was, even though technically speaking, it was kind of. Uh, it was kind of an example of um, uh, the creator's steam running completely dry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's fucking uh, I'm excited for this one. I, I, I think it looks fun. I'm glad Jeffrey Rush is back. Uh, Barbosa mm-hmm. is my favorite character from that franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, he's him, certainly him seen being most there makes me happy. He's seen the most development as yeah. a character in those movies. So the, reason, the reason that you pay for the admission is to see Johnny Depp, you know, fucking skis it up as Jack Sparrow, but he pretty much remains the same kind of like a exit stage left character that you've gotten used to and you know and love from sure. every other Pirates movie. But Barbosa is like the only one, I think, save for maybe the Turners, and it, it kind of pains me to have to admit that, that has seen any like remarkable character development throughout the series. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely on the list. I can't wait to see it. Um, I am I am kind of like you, Corey. It's, there hasn't mm-hmm. been a Pirates film that I've walked out of going, God, that sucked. Uh, mm-hmm. Even ones that aren't great, I've still had fun at. So it's, I, I love that universe. I love the characters. Yeah, uh, Bobby, you want to see that one? <laughs> yeah, I'll be right there with Corey getting a ticket. Uh, uh, just make it sure. June second, we have what is probably one of the biggest uh, releases of the year for uh, a certain studio, um, because if this film flops, they're in massive trouble. Um, now, commercially, I think it'll be fine. Um, and what I'm hearing is that critically, it's actually getting some decent reaction. Thank God. Better than the previous two. Uh, but that is wonder woman (laughs) is out June 2nd. Uh, it's directed by Patty Jenkins, who, uh, she was on Thor Thor for a hot minute, the dark world for a little while. Yeah. And then there was the, uh, the Kevin Feige contention issue came up and, uh, she was, and then she quit. Wonder Woman's out June 2nd. Uh, cast looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm digging the period piece of it. Uh, I like that it's back in World War I. Um, and uh, everything I've seen so far, I mean, I've enjoyed every trailer I've seen for it. Nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing like I'm going, oh, shit! But, you know, it's like, oh, okay, that works. It looks pretty um, good. It looks pretty good. Man, yeah. they're heavy on the HDR on those trailers, though. That, that unfortunately, I think, is the the Snyder effect. It's that's, one of those. Oh, uh, that's okay. All right. I, I think if, if this flops and uh, subsequently Justice League crashes, mm-hmm. then it's yeah. done. Oh, so sh- it, it's, I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Like I, I see this being a pretty big deal. I mean, this is a huge, huge thing. It being the first uh, female led superhero film mm-hmm. uh, to receive a massive release since Catwoman. Now, now. The fact that DC got this out the gate in three years mm-hmm. and Marvel still doesn't have one out yet. Yeah. Is uh, yeah, that's it's kind of a cool move by Warner Brothers. So it was it was a good it, well it was a it was a long delayed but uh, but necess- not necessary I would say a needed move because Wonder Woman as one of DC's like yeah. most recognizable properties 
that was a really large question mark hanging over that studio for a long fucking time. And I mean, I mean, even as far yeah. back as the Tim Burton Batman stuff, yeah. like would this one be oh, next? Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, June 2nd that is coming out. I mean, the only other thing I know of note I see is Captain Underpants, uh, which <laughs> I've never read the books, but but props to the fact that there is a character called Captain Underpants. Victor loves the books, so uh, there's that. I kind of want to go see that one at a MacGuffin's and uh, get like the tallest... Uh, <laughs> get like the stiffest drink they have and just sit there drunk as shit watching Captain Underpants so that everybody that comes into the theater walks out with way more questions than they came in with perhaps not relevant to the movie. Sounds like one of our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to bring the Cretans Guild experience to the theater, mostly for the unassuming. <laughs> cool. That's my All right. Thing. So June 9th, uh, we, we have a new, <laughs> a new Tom Cruise film. Um, so he is the world's tiniest mummy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be closer to the Fiji I have absolutely no interest in this film. Um, I, 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 the, the, the Brendan Fraser ones are perfect. That's, that's it for me for June. Um, there's some films I'm sure I'm going to be dragged to by my son, uh, like cars three, which, uh, yeah. cars three. uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll probably see despicable me three as well. Uh, which, which I'm cool with cause I've actually enjoyed those films for what they are. But, um, that's that's about it for me. Like, there's there's some other stuff that I'm at least familiar with, but not mm -hmm. really interested in. Although the hero looks really interesting, um, the Sam Elliott film. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, is, that's uh, where he he's basically that? playing himself. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it it looks really interesting, and I'm a you know Sam Elliott's amazing. So Sam Elliott's great, and it's a movie about movies. Uh, okay, so uh, in that case, moving on to July, uh, kicking off again with another tentpole superhero film. Uh, July 7th, we got Spidey Homecoming. Yes. Um, now, is this a theme that they're which, doing? Let's kick off the month with a comic book movie, or do you think this is clever just coincidence, or is it clever release dates? Fuck it. Line them up. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing as how Marvel and DC kind of do this dance of, of what, is going to open up against what? Like who's play? They play chicken with each other. Um, <laughs> who's going to flinch first? Uh, I, I am. I am willing to bet that this is something where you know someone from Marvel called someone from Warner's and said, "All right, can all right, you guys take June? We'll take July. Okay, is that <laughs> fine?" And, and then yeah, you know, so you know, well, f f fine, whatever. Okay, and you know, that's how we get June first or May first is Guardians. June first is Wonder Woman. July first is Spider Man. You know, it's. Or, well, first week of uh, we get that. So, I think Spidey Homecoming is going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, th this is one of those kind of th this is one of the kind of like Thor Ragnarok, the exceptions to the rules for me that I've really mm -hmm. enjoyed the trailer. Yeah. Um, the thing that bugs me about Spidey so far is uh, in most of the uh, most of the posters that they've mm -hmm. released, he's holding on to stuff like gripping it like this instead of just sticking to it. Mm -hmm. And for yeah. some reason in my nerd brain that's going, no, God damn it. He <laughs> 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 um, so that, that's, that's bugging me more than it should. And I have no problem admitting that, that, that just my, my dork OCD is just in overdrive for the phone. The film. <laughs> yeah. I um, really, I love that but, poster where he's uh, sitting, uh, reclining, listening uh, to a pair of headphones and the uh, skyline is in the background. Yeah. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, that, that's one of the one of the best movie posters I've seen in a long time. Yeah, and I like, hate photo posters. I, it, it's it's yeah it it's I, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, later on in the month, we've got uh, I, now I haven't seen any of the previous ones, and I'm hearing that that's a that's an error because they're pretty good. But mm-hmm. uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Um, oh, so okay, Bob's all in. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love the the Bob, original. I'm, hand, I'm handing over to you on this one. <laughs> all right. Uh, basically, yes. With, with I Charlton Heston. <laughs> well, the original, the first three, I could recommend those. Uh, the the last two, you you don't need you, yeah, whatever. Okay. But this new, yeah, uh, those monkeys weren't that great in the last two. Yeah, they, they really they, phoned it in. The, they phoned in some of the prosthetic. That's for damn sure. <laughs> It looked oh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> it, they were, their budget went down every movie for some reason. They kept making money. It was one of the first franchises to actually make money through marketing. Oh, am I waking you up? Okay. <laughs> these fucking nerds haven't been the 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 <laughs> But this the the new version, uh, the new reboot, I guess series. Uh, I highly recommend. Very good. This new one has Woody Harrelson in it as the bad protagonist guy I, but he's but he's human I don't know it's 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 hard to, to it's like picking a side which side the you proto military monkey oppressor that yeah. is Woody Harrell yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a new Christopher Nolan film called Dunkirk uh, which stars Tom Hardy and Cillian Murphy and takes place during World War II because who the fuck um, else is it going to star in a Nolan movie uh, it, it's, it's probably going to be really good and super moody. Mm-hmm. So go see it. If you feel like seeing something super good and super moody, um, there's another film coming out that day that I have never, I don't know anything about, but I'm reading the description on, mm-hmm. which sounds like new star Wars Valerian in the city of a thousand planets. No, oh, no, no, no. It's not new uh, star Wars. That's the shit that made star Wars. That's really? source material for star Wars. Really? Based off of a so really a old of, of classic. Yeah, it's it was a French comic book, um, and I uh, and I don't know who the creator of it was, but I know the artist was Mobius, and that's his most uh, prominent work. Um, and oh, as shit. such, served as like ins- as inspiration for uh, a lot of science fiction movies that came out at that time. That doesn't it's not limited to just Star Wars. It's also Blade Runner. It's also uh, stuff that I'm not thinking about right now because my thinky brain's starting to fail me. But um. <laughs> But yeah, that's I want that movie to do really, really well. If only to prompt people to go out and start seeing where a lot of cartoonist and visual tropes came from. Like ones that ones that like um Valerian is basically the well that science fiction goes to when it needs something startlingly startling visually to uh to be a, a factor in their story. Yeah, I, I I I freely admit that I know nothing about this, but I've seen mm-hmm. uh, some of the character designs come through because I I collect Funko Pops. Yeah, and they're doing a whole line of them, mm-hmm. uh, and like I'm just looking at the looking at the stuff, and I was just like, holy shit, that looks fantastic. Yes. Yeah, you know, like it's just a killer design. Um, so yeah, I I'm I'm very interested in that film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also Luke Besson, and when he does sci-fi, he does sci-fi fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, I, I am, I, I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, I, I think uh, that could be very cool, and I think that could make a ton of money. Uh, sci-fi tends to do well in summers, and if it's smart sci-fi too, mm-hmm. even better. Hmm. Um, and hey, Ethan Hawke's in it, so have fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, and finally, yeah. on July 28th, 
we got a uh, we've got a, a new Stephen King film uh, that the trailer for that just dropped. Yeah. Uh, and now I've only read the first of uh, the Gunslinger series, and this is the the Dark Tower, uh, starring Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. <laughs> um, so, Corey, have you read the the Gunslinger stuff, or are you the the other side of the Stephen King universe? I'm mostly the other side of the Stephen King universe, but technically that means that at some point I have read the Gunslinger stuff. Um, the most uh, Dark Tower heavy book I think is either. It's either going to be the Talisman or Insomnia, and I think it's going to be more Talisman than than Insomnia. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I know it's visually rich, <laughs> uh, but otherwise, I've got no familiarity with the Dark Tower uh, series in depth whatsoever. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've read I've read the first one, so I'm I'm very much a newbie in it mm -hmm. as well, and I don't read any other Stephen King, so I'm completely going to this blind. Mm -hmm. uh, but the trailer was really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, the 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 bullet the bullet play was was really neat, um, and I I kind of dug the the way that uh, Elba was re uh, reciting the Gunslinger's oath. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm in. I, I think that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, the only other film that I can think of off the top of my head that's coming out this summer that I'm really really interested in is in August, and it's Baby Driver, the new Edgar Wright film. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Keep going yeah. with that. Sorry. Tell us about that because I don't see anything else in August that looks interesting. I do, but it's an extension uh, of that. So go ahead. So ba Baby Driver is uh, it, it's it looks to be Edgar Wright is his most Edgar Wrightist. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's, it's getting really, really solid reviews. Uh, it looks fucking insane and visually mm -hmm. stunning. Um, and there will be all kinds of crazy camera work because it's an Edgar Wright film. Yeah, uh, and I'm all in, and John Hamm's in it. John Hamm is in it, so yes, please give me John Hamm directed by Edgar Wright. Uh, I, th I think John Hamm is wonderful. It's <laughs> it's got a beefy fucking cast. Yes, it does. Yeah, John Hamm could be a, a halfway decent Hal Jordan, a little old, but I don't know. I could totally see that. I don't yeah, know because he's I'm... just douchey enough, or he uh -huh. can play douchey enough that he'd be a really good Hal. Uh, anyway, um... <laughs> then again, yeah, the bar... no, uh, Baby Driver. Baby Driver looks wonderful. So there's that. Um, and uh, kind of uh, parenthetical to um, Hollywood taking on like more um, uh, outrageous crime movies or outlandish crime movies. There is uh, something that the director of, I believe, the John, the first John Wick movie uh, is coming out. Stars uh, Charlotte Johansson uh, called Atomic Blonde, which looks like a lot of the same neon soaked hyperkinetic bullet play and. Um, a little more martial arts in this one, probably uh, probably a bit more uh, uh, punchy, kicky than uh, John Wick is, but it's got like stylization for fucking years on it, um, and it's kind of the same way. If that's coming out in the same month as Baby Driver, uh, like cinematography freaks are going to be well fed for a long time to come. That is July twenty eighth. That's, that's July twenty eighth. So they're yeah. kind of bookending, okay, or segging into the uh, the next month. That looks like a fucking like a sound and fury of uh, a visual quality uh, for a movie. So that's another one I'm totally on board for. Yeah. All right. So Bob has a good question in our show rundown and I want to ask it because I, I think there's uh, there's some good stuff there with mm -hmm. a follow up as well. So what trailer ever got you the most hyped for a film and did the film live up to expectations? God, there's been a lot of trailers that made me run to the box office. One of them I'm not too proud to admit was Independence Day. 
<laughs> you no can say gonna... that didn't live up to its expectations. No one's gonna blame you. No one's gonna blame you. It's um, it was it was a spectacle movie. It was a yeah. spectacle movie, and you know, it got yeah. people to the theater. Uh, you know what? Yeah, Red Spider was... was in it. Well, and, yeah, I, yes. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm Data. Yeah, get me in. I'm online. Uh, <laughs> when Star Wars prequels were announced. I get Star Wars in my generation. My dad got the original trilogy, and I'm getting my own Star Wars. This is going. How is this not going to be awesome? Let me count. Let me count the ways. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that 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 episode one trailer. I remember seeing that and just going, "Oh my god!" Like when Duel of the Fates first hit. Yes. Like, it's like, holy shit! This is going to be incredible. And then I went to saw it, and I went, "Okay." <laughs> well, that was a student film version of Star Wars. It wasn't. Like, I have I have a more forgiving forgiving opinion of the prequels, just because I'm I am without a doubt one hundred percent a Star Wars apologist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it yeah no episode one is not a great film. It's. <laughs> I'll say this about the prequels though, for a sequence of movies that get bagged on as mercilessly as they do, we sure to remember the titles of the songs used in the movie or the tracks used. We sure to remember who was in them and we sure to remember what happens in pretty much every single one of them for better or worse. I think three might not fit the the last factor, but I I think that leans more towards, we wanted them to be so good. We, we wanted so much out of these movies. And the first one was such a disappointment. And the second one I don't know oh. if you guys agree, but I think it was worse. And the third one kind of redeemed it, but it still wasn't up to what we, uh, in our nostalgia factor, considered uh, Star Wars level of quality. We can safely call them all disappointments because nothing that Lucas did was ever going to live up to the first three. No. Especially in the, minds, no. in, the, in the minds of a, a hardcore fan. But even casual uh, appreciators of the first three movies knew what they were, and that was like a leap forward in production and uh, directing, or at least um, directing intent. I don't know for lack of a better phrase. Um, no, there's a fancy phrase for that. Ah, mise-en-scene. That's it. Um, nothing else could have done that because those films were 100% innovation. If you were to take them at like screenplay face value, they're turds. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I mean, they were like reconstituted space operas with like little else built on top of them. I, I, I don't agree. Having seen all of those films so many times, I, mm-hmm. I think one is by by far the worst of the prequels. Mm-hmm. Um, the only redeeming grace for for number one is uh, Liam Neeson, uh, who is just uh, goddamn glorious as Qui Gon. Pardon uh, the Nissons. Yeah, please. I, Nice. The Nissons. Yeah, the Nissons. And I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that the fact that I have seen all of the the Clone Wars animated series mm-hmm. that bridges so much of the gaps between two and three and makes two and three better films. So it's by virtue you know, of itself, though, right? right? Not necessarily, no, because there are things that happened in the prequels that are expanded on in the Clone Wars series where it goes, oh, okay, well, that's there's more background there. I, at least I understand it more now. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of getting a director's cut, for lack of a better term. Yeah, the Clone um, Wars were awesome. The Clo- yeah, the Clone Wars series is absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, they made Jar Jar likable, like mm-hmm. not a joke. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he became an actually interesting and, and integral character in the few episodes he was in. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, for me, so I, I was I was going to use I was going to use Episode One uh, mm-hmm. as as my 
holy shit, I have to go see this. Uh, I can't wait to see this. Oh, that was a letdown. Um, but <laughs> since Bob stole that, I will I will go with um, for my letdown film. Uh, probably the first Transformers trailer. Um, because I saw that and nostalgia just went into overdrive and I was like, oh my god, it's fucking Transformers. Uh, and I went and saw it, and it was uh, very much a case of walking out of the theater going, oh my god, I saw a Transformers film. Mm-hmm. And then 20 minutes later going, what fucking happened in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> what the, why am I excited about this film? You had to wait um, for the uh, the nostalgia also, adrenaline to go down. Yeah, hey, exactly. Exactly. That those those rose-colored glasses had to be thrown away. <laughs> that one scene where Bumblebee was trying to hide from the family by getting underneath the house. Yeah, I do remember that. Because it didn't need to fucking happen. He can turn into a car. What the shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could have hide, He could have uh, hit the plane sight next to the fucking curb. Why, Steve? What point was there to that? <laughs> but for but for trailers that got me hyped beyond belief mm-hmm. uh, and paid off, Man from Uncle. Like I remember when Corey and I first saw that fucking trailer and just sitting there like jaw agape at how gorgeous this film was and go and like looking at you going, yeah, we're seeing that fucking movie. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that movie's goddamn perfect. Like, yeah. I love that, film. that was uh, that book was judged duly by its cover. Thankfully, it had a decent page count, too. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like how about you, Corey? I don't like going all in on trailers. I mean, I try not to, but you know what's happened Be- you know, as long as you guys have lived with me in the past, it's you've seen it. Sure. Um, <laughs> Pirates was one of them. Like the minute I saw the Pirates teaser, I was like, I don't fucking care. Take all of it. I just because at that at that time, <laughs> at that time, I was on like a super high Gore Verbinski kick because he had just done the ring. And I thought the ring remake was way better than the original movies. And I'm sorry. I know a lot of that's sacrilege to a lot of people, but it's also fucking true. Um and he had uh, he had done Mouse Hunt and he did the Mexican, which are both like really good, uh, if somewhat um, what? Uh, no, they were good. Just leave it at that. They were good. They were great. Uh, Mouse Hunt was a little gratuitous, but it was also really solid. I don't know. I'll just I'll leave the nitpicking on the floor. I, there. I love I love Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a fucking fun movie, it's and it's so like one of those watermarks. It's so stupid, but it's wonderful. It's just. <laughs> It's it's like it's like we're an gonna old, kill this mouse, dude. It's like an old school like a uh, Bob Hope Crosby style movie where there's like there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of womp womp going on in it, but it's so fucking great. I don't care. <laughs> it's yeah, he agrees, right? Yeah. Gimli, show yeah. it. He, he, <laughs> no, hey, show the well, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I'm just saying, mouse hunt's really fucking underwritten by the populace, generally. <laughs> it's underappreciated. All right, I'm done. <laughs> So um, the obvious answer I'm going to say, the obvious answer is going to be Roger Rabbit. Uh, I was like 10. I flipped the fuck out. I went and saw the movie. Greatest movie ever made. All right. So coming up uh, this month, guys, May 6th is free comic book day. You can go to freecomicbookday.com and find a a local retailer to you. Uh, They will be free stuff Mm -hmm. uh, for you to take. It is a great way to introduce comics to friends, to family, to get kids reading. Mm -hmm. Uh, These free comics are free to you, but they cost your stores a lot of money. So buy something when you're there. Support Mm -hmm. local retailers. It's a big deal. Uh, And then on May 25th, it's towel day. So make sure you have a towel with you. Uh, always have a towel with you. It is the most important tool in the universe. Uh, and remember, just stick your thumb out if you need some help. Um, <laughs> so that's going to take me, guys, to what we are doing. Uh, what I am doing is I am still watching Star Trek Deep Space Nine, so that's not going to be my thing. <laughs> um, I am currently 
at the ass end of season five, about to go into season six. Um, it's going to get real. What? Yeah, the, the, the Dominion is hanging out too much on DS9 right now. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, you fuckers are not nice. Cisco, don't, be, don't let them in. Don't, the guy with the gill ears is fucked up. Uh, but what I am doing uh, is um, I am actually making... Uh, uh, shit, hold on. My brain just shut off. Uh, okay, so what I'm doing is I am reading uh, the new crossover from DC. It's a four-part crossover between Flash and Batman. Uh, mm-hmm. called the button which is kind of the uh giving us some of the background behind the rebirth launch um mm. and it's goddamn fucking spectacular this is the apparent watchman tie-in i'm still saying apparent because it hasn't paid off yet we don't okay. know that it's them um but, but it's strong I mean, language it's, good it's button <laughs> yeah but it's it is fucking wonderful uh the there's three parts out right now the second the the third part just came out yesterday uh, and it features, it's Batman number 21 or 22, I think 22. Uh, and it's just been marvelous. Uh, it, it's really fun seeing, uh, Batman and Barry work on the same level because they're both detectives. Um, and they're both investigators in their own unique ways. Uh, and, and seeing them work on kind of different, you know, like temporal forensics and shit like that, where I'm like, oh, this is all made up, but this is fascinating. Uh, it's, it's really, really, really good. Uh, Bob, what are you up to? Uh, I recently just got a, well, not recently. It's been almost two weeks now. I got a switch and I've been playing Zelda nonstop to the point where it's been over six hours now and I'm starting to have withdrawals. It's gotten to the point where <laughs> my kids don't refer to me as daddy. They, they say that's the stain on the recliner. <laughs> we don't look at them. Just throw an M&M once in a while at it. It's I'm loving it. It's awesome. I've never had so much fun getting lost in the woods. I told you. I told you the game's goddamn brilliant. They, uh, I don't know if there is one, but I need a recipe book because I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just I, let's just throw uh, I'm just throw it in the pot. See if it. If, oh, I get an elixir with one heart. Do you have an Android? Do you have an Android device? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why? I'm okay, look up me. Chef of the Wild. Okay, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have the game. I fucking love looking at that because you know as soon as I yeah. get it, it's going to be just nothing but cooking subquests and Ganon's going to yep. stay alive for a little while longer to oppress Hyrule while I'm fucking making, I don't know, choo-choo flambe shit. <laughs> uh, so Corey, what are you up to? And and if you say you don't want to talk about it in the rundown, but I, you know, you need to talk about the the sheeted filthy homunculus. Yeah, because Flint is fucking awesome, and I fucking love that game. And goddamn the bastards at Trimview Games for making it. Um, <laughs> uh, I got my first bounty yesterday. Um, bounties apparently serve as like bookmarks throughout. And you know that was with most roguelites, you have to like keep playing them over and over and over and building your character up until you're at such a, a Ta- uh, skill tableau that you can like kind of blow your way through the rest of the game and then you're strong enough to take out the final boss. This doesn't do that. This does go by stages. It's just that each stage is prevented in roguelite structure so that when you do get to the to the end, you're not like completely just, you know, the wind is taken out of your sails and you're like, oh, fuck it, Spelunky. I'm done with you for another month. <laughs> Uh, Flint Hook came out just as last week and I wanted to, I've been keeping tabs on it because I'm a fan of tribute stuff, even though they're like their catalog isn't admittedly very, it doesn't push the envelope too far. It's like, hey, Tribute Games, you know, it says it in the name. We do stuff that's based on uh, stuff that you remember. It's basically member, but video games. Um, 
that's not to say they don't do cool stuff. Like all their games are very playable and they're charming as shit, which is what most of them kind of like ride off on. Uh, but basically, Wiz Orbs, Arkanoid. You know, it's breakout with spells and abilities. Uh, Mercenary Kings is an open world metal slug. Um, and even on paper, Flint Hook is, hey, this is Spelunky, but it's in space plus Bionic Commando. And it is so much more than that. <laughs> Uh, and I think this is the first time they've ever actually tried to reinvent the wheel. And in doing so, they asked them the proper question. Okay, you know what? Cars are great. Why don't we just use two wheels instead of four? Suddenly, you've got a motorcycle. Um, on top of that, it's as charming as usual. Uh, perhaps more so. And it's about pirates, and they're in space. Uh, there's very little for me to like. So I've been playing it like almost nonstop since I got it for a stream last week. Uh, and it's fantastic. So that's uh, that's going to be it for today, guys. Bob, what's our what's our next subject going to be for the next episode? Ah, uh, let me see. Uh, let's see. We're in May. We're talking. If we did movies, I don't know what what. Uh, hey, let's. I've, I'll I've take suggestions. So stay tuned until next time when we figure out what the next the next subject will be. <laughs> um, we will hopefully have that planned before the episode is actually filmed. Uh, otherwise, it'll just be us being us. Uh, uh, be sure to subscribe, like, comment. Um, remember that videos of falcons that you take from someone else are shitty. You're bitching about a giraffe being born. Uh, <laughs> making a comment on that makes you a bad person, and you really need to find something better to do with your life. Uh, you're a shit stain on the world of humanity. Uh, be sure to find us on social media. Search for Cretans Guild, either with or without the spaces, and use the links below in the description to follow us. Uh, please do comment. Tell us how I'm a bad person. Uh, <laughs> and remember... No, no. That Tell us how freaking awesome Jay is because he's the awesomest guy... <laughs> awesomest? Awesome. I'm running with it. Awesomest guy on the planet right now. It's, it's popular usage <laughs> here in the territory. Yeah. So, yep. uh, and if you don't like the fact that, uh, you know, we, we, we make jokes and we, we, we are constantly in bit mode, especially when people are sending thoughts and prayers to a fucking giraffe. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're, you're a dumb shit. Uh, and you need to find a better fucking hobby than posting videos of Falcons without sound because and seriously, it, uh, and the fact that you're posting these and then bitching about someone flying a drone around it like seriously go fuck yourself you're a dumb shit uh and i'm saying this now because bob asked me not to comment on your videos because trust me i was ready to put your ass on blast uh, <laughs> it's so, seriously like how disrespectful is that to the giraffe anyway how do you know he even appreciates your or she even appreciates your thoughts and prayers what if she's baha'i you know uh, yeah, that you know what it, everyone knows giraffes are atheists that's, yeah, that could be a. That's definitely a possibility. And, and frankly, you're gonna send me thoughts and prayers as, as an atheist giraffe. I'm gonna take a ten foot dump on your head. Yeah. You no, know, it's it's just how it works. And that's by the way, I don't even think giraffes speak English. I mean, possibly Tagalog. English is definitely a non-starter for them. <laughs> so they speak Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I think that's a good way to end the show. Uh, enjoy your Filipino giraffes. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>